This is Persuasive Woman hosted by me, Mindy Weinstein. I want to help you find success by taking psychological principles and applying them at work. Discover practical and easy tools you can use to improve your business, sales, and career today. She was born into poverty. Her mother died. Her father left her at an orphanage, but she had courage. She entered a male-dominated industry and actually became one of the richest women of all time. Courage helps us succeed and increases our influence. That is what today's episode is all about. In this episode, we will be exploring the psychological theories and practical tips for developing courage, as well as sharing the inspiring stories of some of the most successful people in business. And why am I talking about courage today? It's because it goes hand in hand with being influential. I want to read you a quote. The most courageous act is to still think for yourself aloud. Now, someone very famous and very influential made this statement. It's a quote that is used quite a bit today. You see it in books. You hear it mentioned in presentations. People mention it in podcasts. Now, this quote came from someone who showed resilience, perseverance, innovation. She was born into poverty. Her mother died when she was young, and her dad put her into an orphanage. She had challenges throughout her life, but she became one of the most successful fashion designers of all time. In fact, she was actually named one of the richest women at the time, and that's Coco Chanel. She actually really, really disrupted the fashion industry. When she stepped into the industry, it was dominated by men and women's clothing was a little bit more restrictive and uncomfortable, more than it is today. But she challenged those norms. She designed clothes that were comfortable, stylish, and functional. She even brought in new fabrics. I mean, when we think of Chanel, most of us think of tweed. That's because she brought that in and it changed the industry. She also made the little black dress popular. I mean, how often do we hear that statement about the little black dress? I mean, that was Coco Chanel. She revolutionized women's fashion, and she's still an icon today. But as I mentioned, she didn't always have it easy. I mean, the fact that she was born into poverty and ended up at an orphanage, she still showed courage. She had challenges throughout her life. She even lost a loved one in a car accident. Her business suffered during World War II, but she still had that courage to continue on. And that's why I wanted to start out reading you that specific quote, because it takes courage to be resilient and to be motivated and determined to continue on. And I'm focusing specific on business today, but of course the things I'm talking about can really benefit in your personal life too. You will never do anything in this life without courage. And those aren't my words, that's Aristotle. So courage is something that has been the focus for pretty much all of mankind. And just like Chanel, psychological courage is needed to express your ideas and feelings. 
But this is where courage really comes into play. It's one thing to have ideas and feelings, but it's a whole nother thing to express them in public. But if you do, that makes you more persuasive. And I understand nobody wants to make a fool of themselves in public, to be embarrassed in front of friends, family, strangers, colleagues. You don't want that. And we are actually programmed to not put ourselves in that situation. We're programmed to protect ourselves. And so sometimes getting that courage can be very, very challenging. And I was recently reading a book that was talking about Michelangelo. And I actually did not know this story. So some of you, I might be telling you something that you've already heard, but he actually did not want to do the painting in the Sistine Chapel. He didn't. He actually had wanted the contract to sculpt a tomb. That's what he wanted. But then that contract was taken from him and he was asked to paint the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. And he didn't want to. And he didn't want to because that was out of his comfort zone. He wasn't accustomed to that style of painting. He was a sculptor. He even tried to bring in other painters to help him, but then just realized, well, that's not gonna work. But the thing with Michelangelo is at the time, he had notoriety, you know, as this great artist. And so doing something that was out of his comfort zone, outside of sculpting, that was scary. He had to have the courage to persevere. Michelangelo is not the only one who has self-doubt. We're actually all born with an inclination that way, especially when it comes to creativity. I mean, doubt is there to stop us in those moments we feel a little less confident or might feel a little foolish for putting our ideas out there. We don't want to be criticized. That's scary. Again, our really the way that we're made up is to protect ourselves and not put ourselves in this situation. And it's at this moment, a lot of times that our modesty will kick in and it'll stop us because we don't want to embarrass ourselves or shame ourselves. That's where courage comes in. And really, what is courage and why is it so important for us in business? When we think about courage, it is the ability to face those fears, to face the uncertainty, to face those dangers. And here's what the big part of all this is, though. It's to face those fears and uncertainty, but then to take action anyway. So you know you're feeling that way, but you're going to do it anyway. And this is important in our careers and our businesses especially for women, because women often face unique challenges. I already told you the story of Coco Chanel. She was in a male-dominated field, coming out with something that was so outside the box. That takes courage. So I want to get into the psychological theories of courage to really help us get into the right mindset and figure out what habits are needed to succeed in business and ultimately to be more persuasive or influential. And there's a lot of psychological theories when it comes to courage. I'm just gonna focus on three of them because they're the ones that are most talked about when we think of courage. And the first one is social learning theory. And according to this theory, we learn by observing and imitating others. This means that by observing other courageous people, we can learn to also be courageous. And in the context of business, it means looking for role models and mentors who have also navigated similar challenges that you're facing in your industry, in your workplace. It's finding those mentors who have broken through the glass ceiling, they've overcome discrimination, or they've started their own businesses. 
When you observe these people and you learn from their successes and failures, that helps you to develop courage to take risks and to pursue goals. I just had a guest speaker recently in one of my marketing classes, and she was sharing the story of wanting to leave the current company she'd been working for, but she was very scared to do so. And she had someone that she admired in the industry who had started her own business. And she said she'd thought about it for months and months about contacting this woman to ask if she could just shadow her for a day because she looked at her as a role model. And she hesitated and then finally decided to do so. This woman was so important to my guest speaker that was in class's success. She actually helped her launch her business. She even gave her clients, she mentored her. So she was a role model, a mentor, and someone that did show that courage and was able to pass that on. So don't hesitate to look for those role models or those mentors who can help you along the way. So that was social learning theory. Another theory that has to do with courage is positive psychology. And really positive psychology focuses on, here's a shocker, developing positive emotions, but also positive relationships and thinking about the positive meaning in life. Really those positive emotions, those are things like hope and optimism and gratitude. Those are things that help you develop courage when you're faced with any challenges during your career or in your business. That means you focus on the positive aspects of your job, such as the opportunities to grow and to learn or to support colleagues, to look for those mentors, to think about goals you want to achieve and taking the time to feel that satisfaction when you do achieve them. And it really is that positive mindset. It's how you will develop resilience and be determined. And there's one final theory that I want to mention before I actually get into some stories of business people that I just think are amazing and also an athlete that I want to talk about too. But there's also this self-efficacy theory. And this theory, it really focuses on our belief and our ability to succeed. And That was actually even something I was just reading today. It was talking about so much of our actions just start in our minds. And if we are able to focus our mind on saying, yeah, you can do this, well, then guess what? You're going to be able to do it. It gives you that courage you need. So the belief that you're capable of performing a task or achieving a goal, that's going to help you build self-confidence, which is going to lead to courage. And I actually did a whole episode on self-confidence, so this theory might even sound familiar to you. So in the context of business, I mean, it means that we have to have that self-confidence, we have to take action, and then that's really what's going to build our courage. And a lot of times it's just the small things, the small goals that you set and you achieve. That makes you bolder and makes you want to continue on. So if you need some inspiration, you know, I'm talking about these different theories and some inspiration on looking at other people and what have they done in their careers where they showed courage, I have some examples for you. So Oprah Winfrey is the first one that comes to mind because we all know who she is. And she, hands down, is one of the most successful and influential businesswomen in the world. I mean, she's overcome challenges from childhood. She was born into poverty. She faced abuse and discrimination. But you look at her today and she has this huge media empire, but she's also a philanthropist. 
She's had lots of obstacles along the way. I mean, you can read more about her life story, but she continued on. She had courage. Even when she started her own TV network, she faced difficulty, but she persevered. She continued to pursue her goals. And then you look at her today. I mean, she's a powerful example of courage in the face of adversity, and she definitely shows the importance of resilience when it comes to achieving success in business. But then there's another uh, woman that I want to mention to you, and that's Indra Nui, and she's the former CEO of PepsiCo, but she's one of the most powerful and successful businesswomen in the world. She grew up in India, and she had a lot of challenges as a woman in a male-dominated business world. But despite those challenges, she rose through the ranks of PepsiCo and eventually became the CEO. And she was the CEO when major changes were made and initiatives were taken that helped the company grow and thrive. I mean, she really shows, truly shows the power of determination and hard work, but also that courage to just put yourself out there and to continue on. Now, the last example I want to give you, she is not necessarily the typical business person, but she is so inspiring. And that's Serena Williams. I mean, she's been courageous in her career as a professional tennis player. She's broken barriers. She's pushed the limits for what's possible in women's tennis. And she's been criticized throughout her career for a lot of reasons, but she continues to move ahead and continues to fight for what she believes in. And she continues to be a trailblazer in women's tennis. I mean, she's won 23 Grand Slam single titles, and that's more than any other player in the open era. And she shattered records and really expectations throughout her career. And she also shares her thoughts and her values to support certain causes that she believes in. And that also takes courage. Courage, again, is putting yourself out there, sharing your ideas and your opinions in public. I mean, that's, that's courage right there. Now, how do we apply all of this? You know, I'm throwing theories at you and throwing examples of inspiring people who've showed courage. But what does this actually mean to us in a business setting? Well, I want to make it very, very practical. And honestly, these are things that I have to do all the time. Uh, I do not view myself as a courageous person, so I have to practice all of these things I'm about to tell you. And number one, it's identifying fears that you have. It's acknowledging them too. So, okay, you know what? I am fearful about putting myself out there and being criticized in my industry or something like that, whatever it is. Or I'm fearful about taking this next step because you fill in the blank. But you have to acknowledge those. That's huge. But once you acknowledge them, then you can get proactive of, okay, so that's the fear. What's the worst case scenario? And what will I do to overcome that? That's huge. And then you're going to want to challenge those fears you have? What are those limiting beliefs that you have about yourself? Challenge them. You can also focus on building your self-confidence. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to the episode where I talked about self-confidence. But when I say building self-confidence, there are also practical steps you actually have to take to do that. That's setting very specific goals, awarding yourself when you meet those goals, developing your knowledge and your skills. I mean, that you can do, especially online. I feel like there's a class for everything that you could take and learn more. But it also means just asserting your needs. What do you need to make you successful? 
then that leads to taking action. So all these things, you know, talking about challenging your beliefs, identifying fears, building your self-confidence, but you actually have to take action. So you build out that plan. What are you going to do? And then surround yourself with people who are going to support you. So that could be those mentors that I was talking about. Um, It could be colleagues that are very supportive. So surround yourself with those people. And then finally, embrace discomfort. (laughs) That one is the hardest one, I feel like. You know, going back to Coco Chanel's story, I mean, that had to be so difficult and not comfortable trying to go into an industry that you felt like you weren't sure if you were going to succeed in with an idea bringing in different fabrics that weren't used before. But you have to embrace that discomfort and just keep going. So I did say finally before I started embracing discomfort, but I actually have one more. And I want to talk about just learning from failures and setbacks because we're all going to fail. And that's just that's just life. So we are. It's just the way it goes. But it's really that courage of what do you do when that happens. And I want to bring up the Beatles. We all know the Beatles. And so the Beatles obviously are iconic when it comes to music. But they had failures and setbacks. I mean, they didn't experience success right away when they first formed in the 1960s. They were actually turned down by a lot of record labels before they were finally able to get a recording contract. But they persevered. They embraced the discomfort. They took action. They were courageous. And of course, we know what went down. I mean, they're now one of the most influential bands in history. So can you imagine what would happen if they didn't have that courage? We wouldn't have Love Me Do and other songs by the Beatles that are so just popular even today. And then another example of learning from failures and setbacks, that's J.K. Rowling. And I actually think her story is so inspiring. And she is the author of the Harry Potter series. So that's why that name sounds familiar to you. So she's become one of the world's best-selling authors. I mean, that's no easy feat. But she was rejected a lot before her book finally got published. I mean, it's been reported that a dozen publishers had rejected her manuscript for Harry Potter before it was finally accepted. But she didn't let those rejections stop her. She actually continued to just refine her manuscript until eventually she was able to get that publishing deal. And today, Harry Potter series have sold in the hundreds of millions of copies worldwide. And it's been said that her books have been translated into 80 different languages. We know that it's also been turned into blockbuster films. So she had setbacks early on. She had rejections, but she had courage to embrace the discomfort and to keep moving on no matter what. And I'm sure she had her doubts, just like we all do. But it's that determination and that courage to keep going. And then you look at her today, and she's an inspiration to not only other writers, but all of us. So I want to end with one final quote, and it's by a famous artist. What would life be if we had no courage to attempt anything? And that was Vincent Van Gogh who said that. And I'll tell you what, the world would be very boring. Join us for the next episode as we dive into more on psychology and business and persuasion.
You can learn more about this topic by visiting persuasionnextsteps.com. And while you're there, you'll find out how you can become part of our community. Be sure to also subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform and follow me on Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Instagram.